Welcome to the Mouse Pals podcast. I'm Andrew and I'm here with my pal Jeff. Hi, everybody. This is a 30 minute show about all talk about Disney parks and properties. We'll bring you the news and dive deep into the most interesting aspects and parts of Disney. Jeff, I know we have a lot of uh, news here, so I think we'll just maybe jump right in. Yeah, let's... Uh, but, but there's a slate of COVID news, right? Yeah, uh, everything's obviously subject to updates with the coronavirus. And so far, Florida hasn't been doing so well. No, it um, has not. <laughs> it's been setting record cases, amount of cases every day. Of course, testing has been up, but that means uh, that you have to look at the percentages of tests turning positive per 100,000. That's been up. So that's still right. a little problematic. So this news is obviously subject to change, but we'll keep you updated as we go along. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, things have changed. Things have changed from our, our podcast two weeks ago. But uh, I guess we'll report the news as it comes in and we'll let you know when it changes. Yeah. And, you know, Disney came out with a lot of news uh, as of Friday, June 19th. Disney started to take park reservations. And by the time you guys listen to this podcast, people will already have hopefully made their reservations to the parks. So, yeah, people... Uh, want to enter the park and make those reservations have already started occurring for people that have reservations and have valid park tickets. Hmm. June 28th, existing ticket holders uh, along with annual pass holders can make reservations. Uh, beginning June 26th, annual pass holders without a resort stay can make reservations. June 28th, existing ticket holders can make reservations. And these reservations open up at 7 a.m. and I assume this is Eastern time. Okay. Uh, people that don't have tickets to start buying tickets also on June 28th. There has been some reports of some technical glitches, some issues, such as uh, screens getting stuck and loading constant loops of the countdown clocks, blank screens, mm-hmm. people reporting several hours of waiting to actually make reservations to the park. So I'll tell you, I when I was preparing for this episode, tried to get on the Disney World updates, and it, I just was not able to load the website. At all. No DisneyWorld.com just would not load for me. Yeah, I, I think Disney has kind of been known for not having the best technical uh, updates or response system when it comes to my Disney experience, but it's something that they're constantly working on, so they'll have it they'll have it working soon enough. Yeah, I hope so. You know, go time is getting is inching closer. So so that annual pass holder date, uh, was that for all annual pass holders? So is that silver and uh i think what the, the weekend passes or or is that it basically applies to just a, from what i read every pass holder except those who i think have epcot annual passes okay or the epcot after a certain time passes i'm not sure but yeah people that have the silver gold platinum and uh the week uh, weekday passes could all make reservations but we okay. still don't know yet it's not June 26, so look for the next update. Okay, huh? It's not there yet. It can change from then, right? That's right. Yeah. Everything's all subject to change. Okay. So getting into the details, pass holders will be able to reserve three days at a time. You can reserve up to one park, obviously, for that day. This is mostly due because of limits to the capacity. Okay. So no, no, no park hopper, right? No, no park hopping. It's okay. uh, it's unfortunate, but people got to get into the parks too. So that's right. So geez, so I guess somebody coming down there 
I guess these are pass holders, right? And these are pass holders without Resort stays. stays. Okay, yeah. okay. So these are presumably maybe people who are coming from Florida or somewhere else. So so they aren't going to be having to choose their top three parks, and they won't have to choose out of the four the top three, right? That's right. Yeah. Or they could just go to Magic Kingdom three days in a row. Who knows? Exactly. Good point. Good point. Um, as far as reserving, you just typically go to their website and log into my Disney Experience account. You'll see a drop-down menu, select the park pass system, and then you'll see a calendar with reservation dates available for each park. When making reservations, visitors will be able to create their travel party from their friends and family list. So if you want to create a party, invite everyone in there, log in, make sure those people have Disney, my Disney accounts, my Disney Experience accounts, uh, so you can get everyone in. Okay, cool. All right, and uh, that's as far as I'm going to talk about. Andrew will tell you a little more of what will happen when people actually show up to the parks, um, some more information about schedule events, and a little more information about pass holders. Yeah, so there there are some developments. So we went over some of them in our initial episode after Disney announced its reopening plan. But there are some more detailed notes now and, and information that they're coming out with. So you will get temperature screened when you get to the park, uh, which we've already said, but we have a little bit more detail on that. Mm-hmm. You or anyone else in your party with a 100.4 or higher degree temperature then neither you nor your entire party will be able to come into that park. That's crazy, but I guess uh, you're all, you could all be infected from that one person. Exactly. I think there is, their assumption is that, that you know, if you were coming into a park with somebody, maybe your family or friends or something, then you guys could have been in touch or in close quarters. So you also may be within that window where you're not exhibiting any symptoms, but you are, you know, sick with with the COVID. <laughs> there, so yeah, also you're going to be required to wear masks and that's anybody two years of age or older. Uh, I know somebody, anybody under two years of age or maybe even just a, above two years of age. Um, if you're anything like my nieces or nephews, uh, you have to bring your own face coverings. Uh, uh, you have to you have to wear those masks uh, and you have to bring your own face coverings. My information is that I think that Disney Springs, and I'm not sure if they'll do that with the parks as well, but they do have some temporary type face masks for you if you don't have them. But I think that you just need to consider bringing your own face mask. And I'm sure they'll have them for sale uh, as well so that you can buy those face masks. Uh, make a Disney theme, make a game out of it. Yeah, yeah, I think Disney's not going to give up the opportunity to sell your face mask right in front of the parks. That's right. There's... But I would definitely bring a face mask nonetheless. Yeah. I've heard of them selling out. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, that that I would definitely bring one as well and you know, make it make it Disney themed. Yeah, and bring a backup as well just in case of yours breaks. Also, well, once you get to the rides, and we'll have a little bit more about which rides are, are open and which ones are closed, but... Uh, there are going to be no virtual queues. There are going to be no single rider lines. There's not going to be fast passes either. All of the additional space is going to go to the queue space is going to go to expand and allow for social distancing in those standby lines. Well, that makes sense. 
It does. It does. Um, and, and, you know, some of those lines get cramped when you're waiting in them and everybody wants to get on that ride as soon as possible. But hopefully that they'll allow for that social distancing so that nobody gets infected. Yeah, it's probably going to be very frustrating um, to try to make all these reservations as it already appeared for the first day coming out on the Monday, June 22nd. But uh, do you have any more information about actual people that have the annual passes? Yes. Yeah, so so they don't have everything clarified as far as annual passes. I know this applies to me. This applies to you. But apparently the, the word is right now that Walt Disney World will be giving annual pass holders the option of accepting a one month extension to their pass, mm-hmm. which will be processed and visible in their account in October or canceling their pass for prorated refunds. Yeah, that's very I, interesting. Yeah, if the pass holder was on monthly payments, like I am, those payments would stop on August 11th, uh, and any payments made between July 11th and July and August 11th will be refunded. Now, I would assume my approach would be to look and see if you can actually get the reservations that you want, and have. if you can't, I would, uh, I would probably try to get that extra month, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, I know that changes a little bit from when we were discussing it earlier, and, and we'll see. There's still some information out there, uh, and there's going to be more information sometime early next month is what we expect. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney will begin collecting monthly payments when the park reopens, when, when Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom reopen on July 11th. So that's when you're going to start You've had a break for a couple months. If, if you're on the monthly payments, you'll start getting those debited from your account again. All right. Uh, then the next part is that the Halloween party, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, big ticket item and, and very popular. It's going to be canceled. Yeah, um, that's sad. It is. I know it's it's a fun time. I've been I've been once. It was a great time. I've been meaning to go back every time. Have you been recently, Jeff? I think I actually went uh, either last year or the mm. year before. Um, always a fun time there. Not as many people in there. and Everyone's dressed up. So it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a good atmosphere, and they do it for, it gosh, you know, they've been doing it, and I think going into September sometimes, uh, at least especially in s- recent years. Yeah, it sells out often. Yeah, but uh, not this year, unfortunately. I guess we'll just all have to wait until next year. Uh, you will be getting a refund on those tickets, though. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, so is there any news about Epcot's Food and Wine Festival? Yeah, Epcot is starting their Food and Wine Festival starting really early this year, July 15th. Wow, that is uh, pretty early. Yeah, it's it's very early. I think the earliest they went to was uh, maybe the end of August, but July 15th, very early. But, of course, we missed out uh, a lot on the Garden Festival. That's something we talked about in an earlier podcast that we yeah. like going to. Yeah, uh, that is, you know, it, it seems like maybe they're going to merge a little bit and, and do a little bit of all of the festivals, right? Yeah, it seems like they're having a little taste of each festival. As far as other Epcot things going on at Epcot, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride is still planned to open soon. They interviewed the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy series 1 and 2, James Gunn, and he is quoted to say, it's going to be utterly mind-blowing. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is, that's my number one ride that I'm excited about. I think I've said that on past episodes, but I I'm, I'm just cannot wait for that. And as far as Spaceship Earth, we have some good news 
about Spaceship Earth. That's something, another ride that we like doing at the end of our tour of Epcot, is that Spaceship Earth will return, but instead of the instead of canceling the updates they had already planned, it's just going to be postponed. Oh, interesting. So they're good, good. So so do you know when it'll be postponed too, or did they not? No, no information as of yet. I think they're going to take it basically one day at a time. I guess some other priorities, they still obviously have to work on finishing the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. They got the Tron ride. I think Remy, the Ratatouille ride, is still under construction, uh, maybe putting the finishing touches on it. But they got some other things to take care of first. Yeah, they do. And the the Remy ride is is you know last time I went, I think I was I was there in February. Oh, or late late January, early February. The Remy ride, the Ratatouille ride was doing. They were making great progress on it. It's on. It's all stopped it. But uh, the, one of the good things about the Skyliner is that that when you're going in and in going into Epcot, you have an amazing view of, of the back of France, the France Pavilion, and um, you can see how they're doing and making progress on that ride. So you can see exactly how it looked like, and it, and it looks like a great extension to the park. Oh, that's nice. You didn't tell me you were uh, you went to Disney that time. I didn't get an invite. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You had some sort of dinner or something. So. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Do you have any... Uh, yeah, any news about the other rides going on? I do, I do, Jeff. Uh, so we have a lot of uh, specifications on what rides are going to be open, and a little bit about what's maybe planning on on opening up. So at Magic Kingdom, the park said has said the Disney has said that the Seven Dwarves Mine Train, Space Mountain, and Pirates of the Caribbean are all going to be open. So That's if you're great. headed there, yeah, you're going to get some of the big ones. Um, uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Star Wars Rise of the Resistance will be open at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So, again, the big, well, at least the big one, right, and the new one. Yeah, they're both new, basically. But yeah, they are. Um, you know, what, Rise of the Resistance is still is old news now. Um, mm-hmm. No, but but uh, I'm excited. I still haven't gone to that. We talked about that. Um, Soaring Around the World, Frozen Ever After, and Test Track. Um, presented by Chevrolet, will also be open at Epcot. Good. And at Animal Kingdom, Kilimanjaro, Safaris, Expedition Everest, Legends of the Forbidden Mountain, and Avatar Flight of Passage will all be open. Um, So it just seems, Jeff, like really all the big rides are going to be open. It's good to hear that. Yeah. What what they don't have is, uh, you know, Magic Kingdom, I noticed that Thunder Mountain is not on that list. Yeah, neither, yeah, neither Splash Mountain. So, so we'll see. I think we'll continue. Um, those are going to be hard ones to to miss. I could maybe guess Splash Mountain with all the water going everywhere. <laughs> Jeff, and and you know what else? There's news about. There's news about the NBA. It's good to see that they're returning. Yeah, they yeah, returning to to Disney as we've mentioned on the last podcast. They issued a hundred something document as the NBA that that issued it that goes through a bunch of interesting rules and guidelines. We've decided to hit some of those up and describe them to you just to just to think about um, unless we have some uh, NBA players in our audience. But uh, it probably won't be that impactful for you. But I think it's interesting. Uh, so players will have to self-isolate when they arrive to make sure that no one is bringing in the virus, which makes sense. 
Uh, they'll be subject to regular and frequent testing mm -hmm. after they clear quarantine. Um, there's apparently some sort of ring that they can wear to monitor their heartbeat and their vital signs that, that they can wear when they're around Disney. But they will be quarantined and, and secluded to three hotels, the Grand Destini Destino, the Grand Floridian, the Yacht Club. I haven't been to the Grand Destino yet, but uh, I'm sure that's a very nice hotel. But the other hotels are definitely nice. And I think the Yacht Club is just updated maybe not too long ago either. Yeah, they have them staying at the, the best ones. I also haven't even been to the Grand Destino, but uh, the other two are great. I can't imagine that they're going to maybe maybe the, the worst performing third of the league will be at the worst one. So they'll only be allowed to socialize with other players until the end of August. At that point, they can have family come in. But before that, they're only allowed to socialize with, with the other players. They, they will, won't be using any locker rooms. They're only allowed to socialize with... They won't be any using any locker rooms. They're only allowed to get dressed and get ready in their own hotel room. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, if a player leaves, they are going to be required to self-isolate for 10 days. Um, and if they get a positive test, then they will be sidelined for however long it takes to clear that up, plus 14 days. Well, I guess that wouldn't matter to Dennis Rodman if you were still playing. That's, yeah, he's, I'm sure he's no stranger to positive tests. Um, <laughs> uh, the anonymous, there's going to be an anonymous tip line for other players to use to uh, let anybody know of violations to these hundred and something page, 10 page rules. Yeah, sounds like snitches to me. That's you know right. Snitches get. Uh, they're they're going to be snitching, and, and it sounds like they're going to be encouraging that. Along <laughs> with some stitches. Uh, there will be ping pong available, but there's going to be no pit doubles ping pong. Until otherwise directed by the NBA, apparently players cannot or can only play singles so that they can maintain that six feet distance. Yeah, apparently there's actually doubles ping pong. I did not know that. Yeah, I have not, and I haven't played it. And I would love to see, though, a bunch of seven-foot guys trying to, you know, four of them, like, sticking around a, a small ping-pong table <laughs> trying to play ping-pong. Uh, interesting, funny sight. Yeah, we uh, should record that. <laughs> I would pay to watch that more than yep. the NBA games. Oh. <laughs> Just there goes our NBA uh, <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. So the health protocols concede... The NBA health protocols concede maintaining a six feet of distance during card games, uh, though it may not be practical. Uh, though anyone requ uh, they'll require anyone playing cards to wear masks, uh, as well as if they play cards, every deck must uh, be thrown away at the end of the game. And however, they let people know that sufficient packs will be available around there. Okay. Uh, and Jeff, uh, is there any news on golf courses? Well, golf courses, I think, well, golf courses, one of the golf courses, I don't remember off the top of my head, I should have written this down, was one of the golf courses will be reserved for the NBA players. However, one of the rest of the golf courses will be open to the public. Okay. One of uh, the Oak Trail golf course will have a thing called a Robo Caddy. Oh, I like the sound of it already. And it's, it's basically a Roomba that holds your golf club and shows you how far uh, the hole is 
from where you RoboCat is. That's so, amazing. That's it's very, pretty crazy. It's, very, it's something I would check out. It's I think it's only a nine-hole course, the huh. trail golf course. So you got to walk it, but uh, you could you could yep. obviously rent your own walking cart. Uh, but you could also uh, rent the RoboCaddy for only I think like three dollars more. Yeah. Oh, really? Only three? Well, I I would do that. Kind of makes me want to go. Yeah. I've never played golf in in Disney. Have you? I don't know. You even play golf at all? <laughs> <laughs> I knew there's that mini golf course, but I, I uh, that's fun. Yeah, the Fantasia and <laughs> yeah, I think, that's right. Uh, Winter uh, Wonderland one. Yeah, all very good. But yeah, I'd, I'd give that course a try actually, just mm. to try out the Bravo Caddy. Yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Definitely would try that. Uh, do you have any non-COVID news? Yeah, just obviously we're all pretty booked up on COVID news and Disney's. That's been the main source of everything. But there is one little thing that Disney slipped in, and that is that they announced that they're going to retire complimentary Magic Band distribution to hotel guests starting on January 1st. Oh, no. I wanted to collect 30 more of them. I know. I know. That's not something I'm not too torn up about it. I uh, imagine you're not torn up about no. it. Um, but and it's probably good that there, it just seems like a waste of plastic uh, for those who have a magic band. Um, but uh, I'll say I, I've been using the same. I, ha- I still have the non-circular one from before. Yeah, the old I school. Could use some of the newer ones, but whatever. Yeah, um, and it just makes sense. Uh, but but I guess they're doing that maybe in cost cutting. But it just seems like good sense to me. I've tried. Yeah. I've gone and stayed at a. Disney hotel and, and they've offered it to me. I just turned it down because what am I going to do with another one? Yeah, exactly. Probably better for the environment too. <laughs> exactly. So, and that's, that's the last bit of uh, non COVID news. Uh, uh, with that, Jeff, uh, do you want to talk over and go over our, our top five things that we want to do when we come back? And this is just to talk about those things that, that we've been burning in our mind, things that we think about and we daydream about when we're thinking about Disney. Yeah, I've been really wanting to go back to Disney, obviously, when I feel safe and um, right. still take this one day at a time and check out the virus reports. But I have a top five list, starting with number five of what I want to do when I come back. And I'm going to head to the Magic Kingdom and I'm going to go straight for Casey's Corner and get myself a hot dog. Mmm, that sounds good. How do you like it? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna put ketchup, mustard, relish, um, sauerkraut. You know, the works on it. Sounds good. Yeah. Gosh, it's it's these these things that always make me hungry. (laughs) I always want to go eat after these. But yeah, that's that's a good choice. You got for your number five. My number five is really just go in there and see what's new. What's new about the the new paint theme to Cinderella's Castle? Uh, have you seen pictures of that? I've seen pictures of it, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Let's see it up in person, too. It looks interesting. It looks uh, that new pink uh, paint scheme to it. So, so we'll see how it is. It's just something to go in. One of the top things that I'll go in and see and just look at. Uh, what's your number four? My number four is to go ride the rides that I really want to ride, that I've been missing. Uh, my nostalgic rides, you could say, is... Thunder Mountain and Haunted Mansion. I, I love those rides. I, they didn't make it on the list that we have, yeah. but I'm hoping they'd be on there when it opens up. If not, I'm always going to fall back on the Pirates of the Caribbean, one of my favorite rides as well. Yeah, those are good rides. Those are definitely some of the top rides that I like, and we've uh, we've talked about them uh, before, and they're great rides. Hopefully, they'll be open by the time I get 
back there. I, I'm going to have to think that I probably won't be there until fall at the earliest. Um, mm-hmm. So, so we'll see if, you know, if, if that early, um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But uh, really, I mean, my, I have a blackout, but yeah, those are, those are good rides. Uh, my number four is a little less, uh, less iconic, but significant to me. It's, it's in Epcot. I'm going to go to get a margarita in Mexico. Oh, what kind? Yeah, my the avocado margarita is oh, that's my top. It really is the best. It's one I think I think uh, at the beginning of COVID, uh, the I follow the I follow La Cavade Tequila Tequila uh, on Instagram, and they showed a recipe for the avocado margarita. They knew Ooh. what their audience wanted, and it was uh, it was pretty simple. But but I'm gonna try it. But I'm you can't you can't substitute that for what's actually in the Mexico pavilion. And and that's one of the things I just can't wait to go see. That's for sure. And I, you know, I was skeptic, uh, skeptical of trying the avocado margarita. I mean, avocado and margarita, that's right. But no, knock it, you tried, I had it. One of my favorite margaritas there. Yeah, definitely a good one. Followed closely by the jalapeno margarita. Well, my number three is is to go to Hollywood Studios and go to Star Wars Land. And hopefully uh, I'll be able to get into the Rise of the Resistance because not too long ago we were talking about going uh, and seeing the Rise of the Resistance. Definitely want to go in there and maybe try to get a pilot seat at the Millennium Falcon ride. I don't know how this is going to work out, but uh, I'm excited to go back to Star Wars Land. big Star Wars fan, so. Yep. Um, and it is, yeah, that's, that's one of the things, the rise of the resistance is a, uh, as you'll see, I did, it's a big one for me as well. I, I'm excited about going there as well. I, I, it's a good land. I, I, you know, when I went, it was a very cool environment, but I did not get to go see the rise of resistance. I can't wait to do it. It should be fun. Uh, my, my number three is uh, one that I have not been on, and I've been meaning to get around to, and it's one of those things where I have uh, uh, wanted to go on it, but I'm, I'm really, as you know, not a big fan of lines. Just hate waiting in lines, and always the, the, the longest one until recently has been the flight of passage, and that's that's I have to hit it up because you know knowing these things and, and being where we're at. I just have to to go ahead and do it. Yeah, it's a really cool ride. Yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, what's your number two? My number two is to head to Epcot and get some fish and chips. Ooh. Yeah, I've been they... to England. I've been to London. I've tried out several places. We did a little bar tour or pub, pub crawl. Yeah, we went to several of them. I wouldn't say how many, but... We've had fish and chips in every single one of them, and they still are not as good as the fish and chips on the outside of the Rosen Crown mm. area in Epcot. Yeah, those are amazing fish and chips. They're just everything. Well, both the chips and the fish yeah. are just delicious. Um, What's your number two? My number two, uh, I'm, I'm going to copy you and, and go with the Rise of the Resistance. Good I choice. Just, yeah, I, I, want, I need to knock out those those things. Um, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I, I've been meaning to do it. And just like Flight of Passage, I've wanted to do it, but I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm scared of the lines. And Rise of the Resistance has been, you know, such kind of a nightmare to get into recently. Yeah. 
uh, before this all happened that, that I wanted to wait for things to calm down. But, you know, I just got to I have to do it now. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. Even though I haven't been on it. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's one of the things apparently that 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 makes it makes it Star Wars Land, Galaxy's yeah, I, Edge. Yeah. I've only heard good things about it. Yeah. And your last one, what's your uh, top top number one? My number one is to go to is to stick at Epcot, and I'm going to go back to Tuto Gusto. Ah, I know yes. it's one of our favorite places to sit and relax. It kind of That's serves right. as a halfway point in our journey throughout Epcot. So. Yep. It's a great relax, great respite. Usually we get there kind of midday when it's still hot outside and just good to, just nice to sit in, in Italy in that air conditioner and, and drink some, some vino. That's right. Get a nice wine flight, obviously a cool glass of water and some little tapas. Ah, delicious. Um, What's your number one? My number one is not too far away from your two and one. It is uh, in Germany. I, I just love uh one of the things that I've just been sitting back and thinking about is just going out to Germany and just getting one of those big steins of beer in the back and, and sitting there and just sitting down at one of the picnic tables and just relaxing, taking it all in, enjoying what I missed when I missed uh, and, and having that beer. A liter of beer. A liter of beer. A liter of cola. That's right. Just can't wait to get back. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited to get back. A little obviously concerned, but we'll take it uh, one day at a time to see how the cases are going. That's right. Well, I guess with that, uh, that's everything we have. I know we're, we're just getting uh, maybe a little bit over the, the 30 minute mark and we want to give you guys your time back. Uh, but, but don't forget to rate us on, on wherever you get your podcast from, whether it's Apple um, podcasts or Google play or wherever, Spotify, yeah, make sure to rate us as, as high as there is. Yeah, thanks for listening. That's right. And, and send us comments, send us questions if you want to, us to talk about them. Uh, make sure to join our Facebook page, and, and we just appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. Well, Jeff, is there anything else? Yep, that's it. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening to us. Yeah. And uh, everybody have a good good day, and we'll see you next week.